wrestling is in a state of emergency, someone please call 911, screams Clef of why Mother Mary of the House Blige. But there was no one to call. The call must come from inside the home, from inside those four walls. Break them down for those about to rock. And what you want is for his cousin to show up. The table is headless, as are the horsewomen giving no head. Wrestling is in a state of emergency. Why are we clapping cheeks on the The calls are unforwarded, so that's reverse world. I am Rob eventually giving up on the court, ever finding Miss McMahon guilty of his many crimes. And on this episode, I have no clue what we're discussing. But I'm confident that we will talk cash shit, because this... This is the Cash Shit Podcast. Yes, I wanted to open the episode a little floetic, a little poetic. <laughs> yes, I'll be bringing you a haiku oh. next week. Oh, wow. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna be talking about because you didn't watch Raw and I tried, and good God, oh, <laughs> it was so fucking bad. Like I, I didn't even make it as far as I did last week. I, I think about the nine twenty-five mark. I was just like, I oh, fuck this. I just cut it. I was like, I can't. I can't. Take that motherfucking shit out of my goddamn house right now. It's you. Uh, you have been danger. Take no. that bullshit out of my house. You would think that with like they're having like with having two major pay per views in a month, like it's just so much chaos that like I hate to revert back to it. And I know we had, know there's some holes in that era, but can you imagine if you had two pay per views in a month in the Attitude Era? It'd have been mess. It'd have been. I'm, it'd have been. It'd have been so much mess in between mm-hmm. those two bread ends. By you would have had a shit for, sandwich. For those not um, initiated by mess, I meant good. It would it 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 would have mm-hmm. been drama, mess, and just. I'm glad you mentioned the attitude error because the attitude error is the epitome of what I'm about to say. The major thing missing right now, outside of coherent decent storylines is moments. There are no mm-hmm. moments anymore because Raw was just 24 hours ago and I do not remember a goddamn thing I saw on that show yesterday before I cut it off. I, I, I've i unfollowed the, the socials because I got tired of them spoiling stuff. Um, for when I hadn't watched, you know, on time because we live in a, you know, an a, a la carte world in regards to like media consumption and viewing things, and we get to view things whenever we want to. So I think because of that, you shouldn't like it would be very easy to put up like a carousel post of the event, and then you can slide to get the spoilers. But no, they want to put shit right, right on the front page and notifications. So I unfollowed and them some. Yeah, so I unfollowed them a while ago. So, and the same way that I muted my notifications for Bleacher Report, uh, the app, because, like, if I'm invested in this product, like, there's nothing else that's going to, like, just arbitrarily give you the spoilers to a show you're watching. Like, there's no time that I'm walking around, like, Publix or Kroger, and it's like, last night on OC. Like, bitch, can I watch it? OC? Right, organized crime child. Like, but that's not like out of nowhere. It's giving like oh. someone's just ready to like interrupt my day and ruin a show I haven't had a chance to I watch. I meant the OC, that old white. Uh... No, I know I don't do old crackers. 
<laughs> I thought you was talking about the fucking OC. So why would you pick the OC? No, oh, I didn't do those cracker oh shows. That was that, I missed. I missed that cracker era. I'm a full house cracker <laughs> era. I don't. I, I miss the OCs and the gossip girls of the world. Oh, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Now, oh. wait a minute. Now, don't that. I'm not. I'm not. It's the uh, judgment. Okay, I'm just I, saying. I miss that era. Now, I, you know, I clocked back into the crackers when like revenge oh, okay. and you know I've got my good cracker okay. shows. But say but, don't um, don't OC do gossip girl now <laughs> for the first. You see, no, I'm not dragging yeah. these shows. I'm just saying I'm not familiar, but it, but I'm just saying that you know there's no other, no other app I have on my phone. Right, like, it'll let me know. Oh, you have a new episode of Good yeah. Doctor. You have a new episode of X Y Z. It's not giving <laughs> on the Good Doctor. Right. <laughs> like, ma'am, uh, I've gone all week waiting to watch you. Could you not? Like. So, yeah, so with that being said, I am in a complete void of knowing what happened, and I'm not pressed to find out, because I know that, like, it won't matter leading up to SummerSlam, because I think, what, they there's one more Raw before SummerSlam, right? Yes, and it's in Madison Square Garden. Okay, so, okay, so how you don't cut up when you get the bookends of two pay-per-views, two major, two of your big five... And you got MSG in the middle for the go home. Yeah, I. Um, oh, baby, y'all would have y'all would have been storyline after storyline after storyline after storyline. Oh, uh, y'all would be tired of me. It would be giving. Oh my, like the other night. You don't you don't watch Westworld? I do, do not. Okay, so I won't spoil it in case one day you decide I to watch it. Before. But I will go say ahead. this: is you would enjoy it, but it, it there are it, it is a slow burn. I know how you feel about that. Me and Larry like that. I know you feel about that. Anyways. They were running um, concurrent storylines, and it was it was about face. It was right there, but you just you're not thinking about it as as is. And then they make um, one of the storylines makes a jump, but you're not really sure as to where it makes the jump. And later on, the other storyline that's major when it's going on, it makes a jump as well. And they're now kind of in the same timeline, but you don't you don't know that. But the way that they sequenced it was sickening because you don't know to like a specific point that we were in different timelines and they've now merged mm. it was it was it was so sickening i was kind of over the show because we're four seasons in and it's a sci-fi show so a lot happens in these shows right and they're gone for so long to reproduce the show because a lot of money is spent on this show it's on the level not on the level of the Game of Thrones, but in terms of production value and what goes into it behind the scenes, very similar. Um, but definitely a, a step below because the Game of Thrones had like tons more people. And Wait, so by and timeline, do you mean but, like an era of time or like different time, like given like MCU timelines? Uh, and, uh, timelines. Like you're in 2022 and I'm in 2042. 20, okay, got it. But it's not being it's not being stated other because the the way that they're handling it is that when we show your timeline, it could very well still be my timeline because we're showing it from a different vantage, yeah, a different yeah, location. Yeah. So the viewers never clocking that we're in separate places. And by the time you do clock it, it's like bam, the the hammer drops and you're like, oh girl, that's Slade. Like and it was you know and it slays so much that I was like. Because I was kind of clocked out for a second because, it, like I said, there's so much time in between the seasons. You forget a lot of what's happening, and they hit the ground running this season. Like, bitch, catch up. How, you know? And it's like, well, we're going to go back and watch everything. How much do you remember season one? Of mm-hmm. that show? Very okay. well. 
Very so well. I think I got seven, eight episodes into season one. And yes, it was a slow burn. And um, it got to like the first big reveal of the show and like the big gag. And I was like, duh. Like I saw that shit coming from like episode two. I saw it coming a mile away simply because of the premise of the show. Like, and I'm not bashing the show. This is just, just why I didn't like nothing else really pulled me in and that was supposed to be the gag that one of my friends was like oh blah 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 that data gets you clocked in once it gets there and I was like I saw that coming a mile away no that's not gonna work like duh like you should have known one of these people was gonna end up being exactly that thing because of the premise of the show that's what happens in these shows and movies but anyway I don't know how this thing into Westworld now, I will say oh. this We're, I will say this I think that that was the slow burn to get the fire going I will say since then, the fire has not stopped. And in and, and season four, we are only four episodes in, and it has been gag after gag after gag after gag. Like, it's been like, oh, like I think they needed to build up the ethos of the show, and now it's giving, bam, well, bam, maybe I'll bam. clock back in. So with, that, so with that being said, imagine having a 50-plus year ethos. And and you know what? I'm not even, like, asking, wait, 50-plus wait, year. WWE. Imagine having that vast of a catalog. Oh, okay, I see where you're going. Okay. From in reg- ah, you see, you see how them dots connected. <laughs> well, I, I, That's in my I head, I heard it as imagine having this kind of gag fifty times a year because they have fifty rolls a year. No, no, no. I'm saying rather, oh, fifty-two. Yeah. You know, I'm saying, I'm saying, imagine having fifty years of you know, give or take, if not more, of ethos to pull from. Well. To say, I just said last week that you know, um, their booking is dependent on us not having a memory, so that don't work. Well, but even you could even make that work because if we don't have a memory, then you can repeat some of the things that work, some of the classic things that work. You won't even do that. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> you won't what? even do that. You won't even you won't even return to the formula. Like you are literally in business for entertaining yourself and. I, 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 I need the 13th and 14th lawsuit to come on. Uh, listen, the problem is that's how they book. <laughs> like, we don't have memories, but we do, so it doesn't work. So if they did try to, it's just, just be good. Like, make coherent, decent, logical fucking stories. That's all we're asking for. Um, like, you, uh, could, you could pull, you could pull, I mean, we've said this before. Charlotte could pull the modern day version of something similar. We know she's married now, but something similar to what Rick did with that magazine with, with Savage, right? She could pull a, a modern day version of that. Maybe not saying she slept with her husband, but accusing the husband of sleeping with somebody else. And in a Photoshop digital image generation, that's even more believable that you could craft something like this to make it look like somebody's cheating on somebody or blah, 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 I have blah, blah, blah. the picture. We- mm-hmm. We could revisit that angle today, and not much of the current audience is going to clock the similarity. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? You could even pull from your own bag, and you don't? Give me the bag. Give it here. You don't need it. Give it here. I am over it. <laughs> I, so, <laughs> Raw's and MSG. Ray Mysterio's uh, 20-year anniversary. 20th. Yes. 
Um, here's exactly what's going to happen. Um, Judgment Day is, is going. going to turn on, Judgment turn on Day him? is going to show up and ruin the ruin the whole celebration. And Rey Mysterio's former tag team partner from 20 years ago during the SmackDown Six, Edge, is going to return to help him. And I feel mm, that's where we're headed yeah. with SummerSlam and a tag match with them. Um, oh yeah, well, we've been said that. Again, it's like that banks on us remembering the great tag team champions and the great tag team that was Edge and Rey Mysterio. But it, which one is it? Do you want us to remember or do you not want us to remember or anything? Like they pick and choose. Well, it's like it does not is, work like that. That's a callback, though. That's a huge callback to remember. Like I just say, you know, depending on what we dive in that bag and depending on who the demo is and who's watching at that moment, they may or may not clock that. They can let us know about that. But here's something that's in more recent memory. It was just talking cash shit to us two months ago. Yeah. Edge was just dragging us two months ago. Like, and with the level of of, of visceral, uh, uh, what's the word I was getting ready to go for? Um, it'll come back to me in a minute. But with the, with the level of vitriol, excuse me, that's where I was going, vitriol that was coming out of Edge. Huh? Yeah. You don't, you didn't go away and film some new vignettes and forget you hate us. You didn't do that. So at this point, Dominic has to turn. And the only thing that makes a Dominic turn okay is if Chavo comes and manages him. I don't care anything about Dominic. I don't care if he turns, he flips, that, that's why he I just leaves, say, I would he jumps need to, I, off the bridge. I don't care. Um, that's why I say he would need Chavo to come manage him. And he would need to claim he's actually Eddie's son. That's the only way I'm going to ever be interested I in just, that. I just, I don't care. Um, or Vicky. Let Vicky come manage him. Now that I know, I can't stand Vicky right now. Oh, yeah, okay. Vicky right now. I, that's probably exactly what's going to happen. But and Roman is supposed. They've announced Roman for the show um, as appearing in MSG. But it's just like, and then Saturday is SummerSlam replay, and. Wait, that's next. That's, that's Saturday. Next Saturday. That's yeah, next Saturday. Yeah, crazy thing about Roman right now is, and you know, we have our we have our sides on this, but yes, you have the wrong side. To I have move the right him, side. yes, go ahead. Sure, that's fine. To move him into part time, um, I feel like they've done less since moving him into part time to make him worthy of being a part time attraction than they did before. I think before he was definitely an attraction. Um, and not even because he was there all the time. But I think when you move somebody to part-time, when they show up, it needs to be to, like, literally make an immediate impact. Not just the ratings impact, um, but to literally, like, the storyline should shift in some way by that person being there. And we don't even, we're not even really getting that right now. So it's just such a weird... Yeah, they don't have the capacity to do that because state. you have to be really skilled in order to do that because him being part-time alone kind of deters that. So they would have to be on their P's and motherfucking Q's in order to do that. At this point, it's simply just, hey, Roman's the man and he's showing up. He's probably going to cut a little promo and then hit it and that's going to be it. it. And I'm going to thoroughly enjoy the entrance and the promo and then I'm going to clock right the fuck back out. But that's my point. There are no moments anymore. Like And they used to be big Mm -hmm. on that. They used to literally say, we're about putting smiles on faces and creating moments. When is the last time they had a fucking 
moment that r- resonated just with everyone, even outside of, is it the pipe bomb? Like, what since the pipe bomb has happened? That's, um, I mean, I get <laughs> you can say Bianca and Sasha. Um, hey, you knew I was yeah, Bianca okay. and Sasha um, having their WrestleMania moment. Absolutely. But um, it's so few and far between. And it's, and you got to beg for it. And, yeah. Or, or the fans hijack and create it. Yeah. The fans hijack and make the moment themselves, you know. So I think the other thing about, it's one thing for you to let your contract expire, go pursue other opportunities, return to the company at a part-time status than it is to ease into a part-time schedule while you're on the product and the champion. Yeah. That's a really hard task because if you come back and sign with my company, I can write you as a part-timer. You know what I'm saying? Because I know from here forward, I'm writing you as a part-timer. Whereas when you pivot in the middle, it's hard for me to write you as a part-timer right now because we've had maybe some things in the pipeline or things have been going a certain way. There's been a certain rhythm. Beyond that, you're on this show. I write for this show. We don't watch the other shows, apparently. So it's just it's a different dynamic. Um, to ease somebody into part-time and there's no, like their contract hasn't expired. They're not doing a lot of film. They're not doing a lot of outside things. It's not one big lump sum break. It's this really weird. And don't forget, not for nothing, but prior to this, there was the pandemic break for about, there was about four months. Um, prior to that, there was his, his bout with uh, returning leukemia and that break. And then there was a, a small break before that. So, you know, those, most of those are definitely like health concerns, reasons that you should definitely be on a break. But it started to begin this pattern that we're, we're kind of in now. And so now, especially with it not being any huge foreseeable reason, it's like, well, what's happening and what are we doing to make it whenever you show up? Because the thing about it is, is this. We dragged Brock for being an absentee champion. No shade. But when Brock showed up, and I'll give that to most part-timers at some point. When they showed up, there was a ripple and an impact within that product. Right now, I, I'm just not seeing what normally comes with this part-time schedule. It's really, it's just, no, I, yeah. I can't, so it's, I it's can't, not, just as much as I love Roman, what he's doing, I can't disagree because he has to be bunched into that West that they don't create moments anymore. Um, he showed up on SmackDown, I loved it, and then he left. And that's it. In the moment, I love it, but I'm not talking about what he did two weeks ago right now. Like, how long mm-hmm. after Austin drove that Zamboni into the um, arena were motherfuckers talking about that? Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was just every week on Raw, there were moments from Austin, from DX, from Taker, and Kane, and all this. Um, and now there just isn't any any moments, and the show is just not must-see. It's actually, you probably don't want to see. And it just, there's nothing happening. We're like running on a fucking treadmill until we get to SummerSlam and whatever happens there. And it's scuttlebutt going around that Heyman is going to turn and side with theory. Hmm? That, that's the, that's the... That, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, my, that will make absolutely none no None whatsoever. Um, I mean... Heyman is sleazy, slimy. He'll go to where, you know, whatever, right? It is just way, way too fucking early 
to do that with theory. Like, they can make it make sense with there's only one other person with more stroke and power than Roman Reigns at this point, right? And that's Vince. So if Vince wants Heyman to guide theory, Heyman's going to do what the fuck Vince wants him to do. That's the only one that can supersede Roman's shit. Uh, and I'll accept that. That makes sense. But it is way too early for Austin Theory to be champion. Yeah, um, and somebody was joking. I think it was Wes or somebody said Austin gonna walk out of SummerSlam with all three belts, and I was like, <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> when I tell you, I I might take a sledgehammer to my winged eagle, and I might spray paint the front of it. I, I'm, I'm I don't I can't. You gonna I like, turn it into the hardcore title? I, or what? It, uh, there you go. Um, I yeah, I don't even. I just know it's just not. It, I, and here's the thing, Austin Theory in NXT loved him. It was a perfect blend. There was he was still good in the ring, still solid, still went over when necessary, still put on amazing matches. His the whole thing was, of course, someone he was going to break out of Johnny's shadow. Johnny was going to put him over to the moon, and now we have a new star. Mm -hmm. Great, that's a believable trajectory right here. Maine, it's not been that. Maine has literally like been like Vince said he was a thing. He sat in Vince's office for four months of vignettes. And then since then, he's not been beatable. And it there's it just there it lacks. And I have like we we might we might drag the good sis, but it's because she's the good sis. But outside of that, like I can't deny that man's in-ring prowess. I can't deny that he has the physique. He has the look from certain angles. <laughs> but outside of that, like I I I he's he's a blue chipper. Like it's it's there. I'm not denying that. The story is not. The story has run stale. <laughs> like the story is not. It ain't ran stale yet. It ain't ran. Um, but it's just it's not connecting that he's this thing. He needs to be. He needed to have been second in command in a faction. He needed to be Randy Orton in Evolution. Um, he needed to be. There's so many steps before this thing we're getting ready to do, and he's not giving the level of prowess in the ring with that current roster that says he should be rocketed to the moon right now. The same way that Roman is, like I was just you know, talked about the part-time schedule. He's not giving me what a part-time schedule should look like. He's also not giving, like, what somebody that's holding two belts should be. Like, it's a lot of things that just, it's, it's just this really weird thing going on that I just, I, I like to monopolize. Yeah. <sighs> Two belts. There's just something. Something should come with that. To monopolize. Same thing with the tag team belts. To monopolize two sets of belts. There should just be a certain level of viciousness, a certain level of power hungry, a certain level of, of domination. Like it should just be if so facto. We kicking people in the, in the face first chance we get. Like it should. We should be running at in a different speed. Like if 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 if, if that's like me and you opening a company and then going to become the CEOs and and and, and buying another company and keeping them split. And running both companies. When we come in that motherfucking door, the the atmosphere should shift in a way that it's like, oh, like we would come in there knocking heads off immediately because we know that the first chance any of you tag teams or any of you people get to come at these belts and these championships, you're going to come. So I'm not, I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna break the spirit of this whole locker room so that you don't because we're because we're pulling double duty. We're on both shows, we're carrying both sets of belts. 
I'm doing everything I can do to stave off you even believing. I'm breaking your hope, bitch. <laughs> you won't even believe you have the opportunity to even look in my direction. I would have a faction around my faction. No, you got to, uh-uh. You're not going to see me. You got to book an appointment to see me. You're not going to see me. Like, the fuck? The street privates would not make it out of their locker room every raw. The the story for for the story coming to SummerSlam would be can the street prophets get out of their locker room because we would be beating their ass in their locker room the minute we got on the minute we got on site every week on their tour bus at their home home invasions we <laughs> we um we putting diarrhea medication in Otis's food we 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 taking the vibrator shields and throwing them outside somewhere on the highway we are we are we are terrorizing every single tag team that's there. Uh, y'all, there's something wrong with Robert. I don't know what he wants. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is all about. But <laughs> we're gonna claim we're gonna claim we got the Boston Glow fired because we want heat with every tag team that there is. That's what I'm just. I, it, it, it's just. It's nothing besides them arbitrarily and axiomatically saying this is the new person, and that's it. There's no story to support it. Is a point that I'm making. There's zero story to support any of what they're doing right now. Um, well, they don't have to do any of that because they're still champions and they're, they've <laughs> beaten everybody and they continue to beat everybody. So maybe when they lose, they can start doing stuff like that. Be like, okay, that that stopped working. Let's let's move on to the next level of this and just wreck the entire... I mean, because if three niggas in the NWO could well, wreck an entire roster, why can't y'all three... <laughs> <laughs> I'm agreeing with what you're saying for the way that they're booking it right now. But what I'm saying is in a world where booking actually makes sense, two two people are monopolizing all the belts of two tag team divisions. And, and, a, and an actual world built on competition, there's no way that all these teams would not be gunning for them or that people would not be creating teams to go gun for them because they're pulling double duty and should have some vulnerabilities. Well, we, we've talked about with this that, before, like you... You want that strict interpretation so of that. Sport. You you want it spoken of. You want it said. I'm I'm okay with the implication that tag teams are wrestling to get to number one contender status because everybody can't be, can't be number one contender at the same time. So what they're doing is trying to get there. But I understand what you're saying. It's like they're not speaking on it. So it seems like they don't really care that both sets of belts are being occupied by the Usos because while they're over there defending against the Raw tag team, we over here on SmackDown as tag team, tag teams just wrestling, like whatever. Um, it should probably be, be stated. Yes. Yeah. Because if I'm, if I'm the Viking Raiders and we've got a taste for blood now, right. And we're turning the corner and we're going back to what the war Raiders kind of used to give. Why the fuck am I attacking new day? And there's one team to attack here. See, that makes sense. I I can't argue with that. As a tag team, if you're going to make an impact by attacking someone, you probably want to attack the tag chance because history has shown no matter how much you've lost, no matter what you've done, no matter how much catering you've eaten in the past eight months because that's all you've done is sit in catering, all you got to do to get a title shot is attack the champ one time. That's it. So what would we be doing? Whooping the Usos' ass every single time 
they pulled up to that arena. Every every chance we got. And that's what I'm saying is that, like, that's that's a story. And all the teams finally say, wait a minute, why are we fighting each other? They got the bells. What the fuck is we doing? Now, and then in route to that, like we've said before, if it, it, us clawing to get at the champions, okay, cool, we develop a feud here. We develop a feud here. But even that, you can't sustain that throughout the whole division. You know what I'm saying? Like, some feuds got to get built on something other than that, or they has to evolve to something other than that because that'll get boring and redundant if everyone is, is this, this thing. But even right now, we could go a little heavy-handed in that direction because all the belts are absorbed by one team. So maybe that's what it really becomes. And we maybe we get caught up in fighting you too much and da 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 and it can get personal and we can go from there. But it, it does need to be stated. The Viking Warriors made an entire shift. Why did you make that shift? Why did you get hungry? Why are the fangs out now? Because you desire to be the top of the division. Why are you pit-stopping anywhere but the top of the division? That makes no sense. That makes literally no sense. Los Lotharios, huh? It makes literally no sense. New Day, it makes, you've gone neck and neck with the Usos for years. Why is it now, all of a sudden, y'all lost their muscle and y'all quiet? Y'all are the team that's taken, that took them to the, to the limit every single time. You've beat them numerous times. Why all of a sudden have you forgotten that? None of this is making any sense. And the same thing can be said for the main championships. It's a roster full of former Universal and WWE champions. And no one seems to be bothered. Now, that I will clock into because... While the Usos are at least occupied with a tag team, like actively defending the titles, Roman is just chilling with no contender right now. And <laughs> no one's mentioning it. So much so that they, 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 they brought Brock back. I, you, so whoa. much so. That they brought Brock back. So here's here's the problem. You, 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 you I forgot, totally you, you forgot, forgot that that was that. Oh my mama! I totally forgot that was coming up at SummerSlam. I was about to say Roman is not even defending the title again at the pay per view, and no one's questioning and no one's demanding a title shot. But he is absolutely defending against Brock. That is sad. I totally forgot. Uh. Sad that you forgot. Sad that it's actually happening. Yeah, it's just a lot of it's, it's a sad lasagna. Yeah, it's layers of sad because it, it literally should not be happening. It makes no sense, it, and they keep trying to make it like, oh, it's a decade. Hell, even cute. even the Rock is getting it. That don't make fucking sense, nigga. Last time you was here, he beat you. For the only reason this nigga got the two titles is because your ass lost to him. Get the fuck up out the way. Why is he getting the title shot just because his music hit? What? I want to believe that he's beat him the last three times that they fought. Honey, get out my face. It just I would I would if, if I were Roman Reigns, I would be suing WWE for even not for not finding me an opponent. I'll be like, girl, uh-uh. No, I'm not fighting him no more. Find somebody else. I'll go sit at home. You know I will. I but I'm not fight I'm not fighting her again. Uh-uh. No, I'm good. I'm good. It's it's just not now okay. So I did watch SmackDown. I do not remember what happened. Wait, Liv Morgan was there. Crying, I'm sure. She beat, Natal she beat Natalia. And I was upset about that because Natalia needs to get added to that to make that a triple threat because that's the only thing that's going to make that entertaining. Uh, then it seems like they've ended that hope for the triple threat on both shows because now that you say that, Bianca beat Carmella clean and hands down emphatically on, on Raw. So what, 
what was the point of any of this then? What was the point of any of that? I asked Bruce Pritchard. I don't know. The only, the only point that this had was if you were going to let this get to a triple threat for SummerSlam because it's a callback. What needed to have happened was Becky should have run in. Carmella should have got tired of Becky running in. Super kicked her. Super kicked Bianca and walked out with the belt. Triple threat done. Sign it. Contract signing on MSG. So let's here, go. here's what happened. Now it's all it's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> so <laughs> Becky comes out to start Raw, looking like Ginger Spice, and mm-hmm. cut a promo. Bianca interrupts and said, "I'm tired of you running your mouth." Carmella interrupts and says, "Bitch, I got a match. Like where my title shot." They proceed to jump Bianca with Becky attacking her from behind first. And they stomp Bianca out, jump her, manhandle slam. Carmella's yelling for the ref to start the match because Bianca's down. Becky goes and sits at the commentator's table. They have the match. She handily beats Carmella, no questions asked. KOD, boom, one, two, three, see you later, girl. Becky then gets up from the commentary table, gets into the ring where a standing... Bianca Bear is looking at her. What I, did I say Bianca Bear? Be, Bianca sure Belair is looking at her. <laughs> Becky picks up the belt, raises it. Bianca stands there watching her. Becky then drops the belt in front of her and walks right past her, walks out, posing up the ramp. Did you forget that she was just stomping your ass out? Did you forget that she just manhandled? Like, it made no fucking sense whatsoever. And at that point, I was like, I'm already over this show because what the fuck? Well, what kind of dumbass baby face is this? Yeah, and that's two weeks of dumbass baby face booking. And what it shows me is once the once Rhea fell out of the picture, they, they lost what they were getting ready Absolutely. to Absolutely. And they haven't have yet to recover in three weeks on four weeks now. Because we've known Rhea was gone for a minute. They've yet to kind of come back together and, and you know, uh, regroup the band and say, hey, corral the troops and say, hey, guys, okay, she's out. What are we doing going forward? Which lets me know that, because we know, we can tell, the, the we can see the fingerprints when, when it's getting heavy-handed when you know who's involved. This lets me know that this shit is on autopilot. That it was just, that it's, there's no concern with that title. There's no concern with their program. It's just figure it's just the fuck dumb. out. dumb. And I, because I it would have immediately been heavy handed if it was like, we know what to do. If Charlotte was there and this was a SmackDown situation, they, they would just shoehorn her, shoehorn her in, which is what they're doing with right. Becky. They just shoehorn her in. But there's no story here. And it really was no reason for Carmella to be in the fucking mix. I just, I, I would like to think that somebody at some point will be like, wait, that don't make any goddamn sense. Why would, she stomped me out, jumped me. I hand I handle one of these bitches who jumped me, send her packing, and now this one just casually gets up and walks up in my face with my belt, raising it. She literally wrote, picked up the belt, raising the air, posed with it, walked up to Bianca's face, dropped it in front of her, and walked right around Bianca passing up the ramp. I was I was over it then. Why is Bianca not wrecking her right now? Why did she not at least punch her dead? in her face soon as she stepped foot in that ring. Because just seven minutes ago, you were stomping my ass out with another chick. I I just did... I need logic in the things that I watch, and that is just 
shit is so fucking illogical in these stories. Like, they just make no fucking sense, these things that happen. And it's like, who thinks this is a good idea? Who thinks this is good television? And I need y'all to walk me through that thinking. Explain it like I'm five. Somebody does. What was Monday? Monday was the 18th? No, what was yesterday? Um, shit, I don't know. Yesterday was the 19th. So Monday was the 18th, yes. Um, I don't even see uh raw on my DVR. Good. I erased it. Yeah, I, I don't see it up here at all. I'm, I am confusion. Um, Hulu said, "Girl, this is whack," and she pumped it too. That's what happened. You ain't missed nothing. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I was gonna just pull up that part and like watch it on silent, but yeah, she she absolutely but, um, was all up yeah. in Bianca's face with her belt. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Becky and Bianca at SummerSlam again. SummerSlam replay. But yeah, I I I don't. I just I, I nothing's making sense. Like I like there should be enough scripts sitting in the back that if something falls out, we can we can we can depot a, like oh run that other script back. Let's 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 do this. Let's do that. Like it it it's just. The lack of effort for something you want me to continue to watch and spend money yeah, on. Yeah, contingency plans are a wild. thing of the past, apparently. Um, and it's just it's 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 really really sad that I I have to watch this stuff and I can't even suspend disbelief because even in the suspension of disbelief. This doesn't make any damn sense for my hero, for my baby face. Like, it just doesn't. Mm -hmm. It doesn't at all. It doesn't make sense for anyone whose job is to bear knuckle brawl and fight as as a competitor. It makes zero sense. Looking at it on the outside as, you know, a a critic, looking for logic, it doesn't make any sense. Looking at it... a seven-year-old Bianca fan should have been sitting in the crowd like, well, why isn't Bianca getting her licks back? Like, Becky was just beating her down, and now Becky's just all on her face posing. With her. That doesn't even make sense to like, in, in that context of watching it as just a fan and whatever. That, and when it don't make sense on either... <laughs> I don't know. And not even like, even I mean even Car- Carmella even getting her matches a mess even last week whenever she came up there and, and interfered with her like take the count out beat this bitch ass to the back like back in like back in the day it would have gave bitch and I, you would have whooped her ass all the way to the back and girl take my that's the count out I still got my title I don't give a fuck um run my belt back you know like nothing is making it making any sense and why did Titus O'Neil open oh my the gosh show? okay I I forgot about that shit too Titus opened with the most tone-deaf speech that they forced that Negro to go out there and make, talking of, basically saying, we are not going to acknowledge the Vince McMahon shit. He was going on about what the WWE is, and I put smiles on faces and how it's an escape, so they're not going to talk about race, religion, or politics. <clears throat> Even though there are is that a what he number said? of examples. Is, how, did you, how did you forget this? That, that, yeah, now that is Vince. Listen. I told you, I was like this. I just cut it off and I just put it out of my And you know very well how good I am at just acting like shit didn't happen and completely forgetting about it. Um, 
I, I totally forgot until you just said that, but that's what he said. And it was definitely a message saying we won't be acknowledging the Vince stuff and Vince McMahon saying, fuck all that bullshit. This is mine. I ain't going nowhere. Um, I'm sorry. We don't speak in touch on race, religion, and politics. Is that what, huh? What was that about? Is that okay? So that that whoa. Okay, hold on. First thing before I even jump into that, Bianca's gear is sickening. Oh That's, yeah, I, yeah. The, and the love the paint, little like, jean jacket yeah, moment. Her. Yeah. Well, I love her, and we haven't seen her yeah. in a panty like this, like not, not not tights. And then not even that. Why would you ever turn your back to? Why would you turn your back to like, Becky just, Lynch at this point? Why? Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, first off, race. Yep. Hello, Triple H and Booker okay, T. Okay, so well, not even no. Hello, Bianca and and I mean, hello, Sasha and Naomi. Yeah. No, see, no, but see, they. Mm, I'm speak yes, but I'm speaking about things where race was written into the storyline. No, yeah, you. you Right, no, I get that, but what th- what this sounds like this was to do, and I have to go back and watch the promo in full, but what it sounds like th- it was to do is to create a separation between the product we put on your screen and the things that you hear about going oh, absolutely. on Absolutely, that's exactly what it, but it was mainly about the Vince stuff. Right. Mainly about the Vince stuff. Well, but when you say race, there's no race component in Vince's situation right now. To me, the only race flag they've been getting lately is that they got one black woman left on their roster, and they got two black women that they've that they've that they've derided and and made right. a public. But I don't think up. that's what. So you have to listen to the promo. That's it wasn't mm. like uh, he didn't focus on race or anything. He was just going down the list of things like and race you has to be up, one of them. But mm-hmm. race, religion, I'm not, and I'm not poli- race, one. religion, and politics are the main three things that. People always say, oh, you should keep out of this, you keep out of that. That's the main. I did not get right. the impression that they, because I don't think they give a fuck about Sasha and, and Naomi and what people think about that. I don't either, but we don't forget, we still don't know like, what happened backstage. But something, there's something very peculiar about you picking a black man to go make that statement. A one that we don't see on the product. He does a lot of work outside of his company as a spokesperson, but it's very peculiar that you would pick Titus O'Neil to come stand his black ass in the middle of that ring and 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 have that kind of a speech. That is very telling. I mean, yes, he was he was an instrument at that at that point. I a specific yeah, instrument. I just you think... didn't have John Cena do that. You didn't have anybody else do that. You didn't have Stephanie come out there and say that. You picked Titus O'Neil for yeah. I, then I, I like that. I me for me. It gave, this is all about Vince. Vince don't, I, I'm focused on me and what I got going on. I don't give a shit about those two girls, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, it's race, race, poli- religion, and politics is the standard quote. It's the standard quote. And that's how he delivered it. The standard quote. But everything around that mm-hmm. is given, well, we're not going, this is an escape. We're not going to acknowledge things. It was about Vince. It was about fucking Vince McMahon. No, and I get that, but to, but but you also have murky dealings in each one of Absolutely. those areas. I mean, politically, politically, you got some issues. You got your son down there with fucking DeSantis. You got your wife sitting in Trump's cabinet. It, it, that that was not for nothing. That was that. There mm, is like examples that. of every single thing he said. Mm-hmm. Don't do literal examples. And the reason I didn't go to Sasha and, and Naomi is because. That was a thing that happened um outside of their own volition. Like that that was Sasha and Naomi spearheading that like we're bye. 
we're not dealing with whatever the fuck this was that happened. We're not dealing boom, boom, boom. I'm talking mm-hmm. about things that they very specifically and very purposely wrote into the storylines on the TV show that we watch mm-hmm. I'm with you on where that we're supposed to use it as an escape. So mm-hmm. that applies to what I see on the TV. Now, the argument to that, if I'm in court, is well, they brought up Sasha and Naomi and what they did on TV. Hello. All mm-hmm. I'm saying is yeah. that happened, yeah. and I immediately uh-huh. put it out my fucking head, obviously. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck ever. It was so tone deaf and so ridiculous, but it is 100% another Vince McMahon strutting out there to tell us something that we've known for three weeks. I seen it was returning the next week. Um, he just out there showing his ass and he sent Titus out there to show his ass for him. That was the that was the so other say, the new what, version of the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club. What this says to me is they don't have a leash for that man. Oh, of course they don't. They never had a leash for him. There's no there no, but I mean even with this going on, even with what 12 allegations out you know sitting out or 12 lawsuits sitting out, there's still no leash on this man. And the, and the hubris as you said on him is is on a oh, whole nother insane. level. It's insane. But there's, but like for like for us to be even perceived as commenting on this right now, this is crazy. This is crazy. This Candy Burris voice. This is crazy. Oh, I was thinking. Like, I was thinking. We on should, Hill, But go ahead. Either any any <laughs> this is crazy. You crazy in love. <laughs> Nars Barkley crazy. Let's go crazy by Prince Marcus <sighs> Nelson. All the crazies. Look, this is in literal insanity. And I don't know what board and who would sit on a board where they lack this much control or foresight over something that they're involved in. Because to me, this like that alone is like, you gotta go sit your dumb ass down. Yeah. You would think they would do that, but they don't give a shit about the TV product. Those people on the board, they don't give a shit about it. They probably don't even know what happens on the damn TV product. You could be on the board and not watch Raw or SmackDown. Like <laughs> you can be a writer. You can be a writer for one of the shows and not watch the other shows. So clearly you can be on the board and not know what not know this nigga got uh rape allegations and murders and everything else on his docket. Not you could be writing for the I shows am. and not watch the shows. <laughs> I'm I am out. I'm out done. So Car- so Bianca got beat down and still beat Carmel. Yes. Come on, get out. Yes. Manhandle slam that that she lost to <laughs> when that was the only offensive maneuver besides a slap to the face. That's what she got Ugh. beat down and then manhandle slam and then still won. It's just <sighs> give I, I didn't finish SmackDown either. Who was the referee for the Usos it profits is, match? Did they announce they, they did announce it and you will never Oh no! Yes. I did see that. I forgot because I did because it was Jeff that weird. Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. And literally, the only okay. reason is because it's in Nashville. Why the fuck does it make right, sense totally. if Jeff Jarrett is the special guest referee for the Usos versus the Street Pro? Huh? That way, that was done. Like Jeff, I love Jeff Jarrett, but Jeff Jarrett. You know what would have made sense? Sami Zayn. Yeah, yeah, it made it was right there. 
it was right there. It was totally, it was right there. The Judgment Day has no fuel. And I'm going to tell you why they have no fuel. I'm literally fast forwarding through the hour and 30 minute version of Raw. They have no fuel because all that they keep showing is the Judgment Day. Turning on edge. Turning on edge. Yep. That's all that they have in their in their quill right now. They are, again, a tag team, right? As of right now, they're a tag team. What do you think it would, would, would get over a tag team right now that needs to get over desperately? Huh? Who do you think that tag team should probably attack? Dominic Mysterio. I think there's a very obvious answer for who they should fucking attack right now. The 24-7 champion. AJ. Yes. AJ's in Theory's face, and then here comes... Uh, Theory is in like 75 programs. Because they're trying desperately to see what's going to stick and get him over. Whew. Um, and, and some... And so Dolph cost him again? some good, positive, wonderful news that made me happy today. AEW Grand Slam is upcoming. On, mm-hmm. In September, and I'll be there again as well. I believe I have my same seat given to me. I just want to watch some AW. That's I mean, all. it would be nice if you could maybe get your. I mean, if you get your podcast partner to see that too. Would What's be his nice. name? I mean, if you know, if you had some stroke, you Ooh. know, Rob E needs to see. Ooh. Rob E needs Not- to see. <laughs> Rob E. Will call. <laughs> Rob E. Right off. Shit. I cannot. Rob E. Rob E. Friends and family. <laughs> oh, I almost teared up there. That one's got me. That one's broke my Yeah, I need to, I need to hear some AEW. I just, I, I'm just like, because... last week was so good. Mox and Takeshita just held it. Oh, Swerve and Keith Lee are the new tag team champions. And that shit came out of nowhere in the good way because this team... See, here's the difference in the writing and the sense. There has been... They they came, they started as a team, Swerve and Keith Lee. They racked up some wins. Swerve started acting real heelish and doing some shit. Then the Battle Royal came and he eliminated uh, Keith Lee and Keith has been side-eyeing him this entire time since that, but also when people tried to get in between them and, you know, put gasoline on that dissension, he was like, well, hold on, this is my friend, I'm just looking at him crazy, and we're still winning. So as long as we're still on the same page when that bell rings and we're winning, cool, boom, boom, boom. Out of nowhere, boom, triple threat tag, and they are the tag team champions. Didn't see that shit coming, but made perfect goddamn sense. I heard there was something mixy about who the legal person was, truly, because of the way that the match was set up. But either way, whatever. we have we new spin that later, black but... ass tag team champions. Um, that Tony Khan is in love yes. with. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's so, if I've said it before, the big difference between watching WWE and AEW is I can just sit there and have fun, whether I'm there live or watching on my television. It's fun. WWE is not fun at all it is a chore to watch i think for me um you know with the resistance i have with jumping into something midstream um has been the good thing because i'm not i I, i'm learning so i'm watching stuff and i'm like you know i'm gonna have my obvious wrestling critiques 
but I'm also watching it like blind, like, okay, well, what's going on? Okay. It's just, it's fresh. So no matter how, you know, a moment, if no matter what hard moments they have, I'm still kind of going to, I'm going to give them more grace than I'm more locked in because please somebody save wrestling. Somebody. Somebody. Triple H, if you got any more files. Please. We talked about the nuclear option last week. Yeah, dig in that jump drive. Whatever you got, whatever WMD you got. Can we please? If you got if you got pictures of Vince licking the big show's taint, we need them. We need them now. I can't. There's no right to censor, okay? There's no right to censor anymore. I need whatever you got in that folder that you you got your thumb on it and you like, nah, I don't wanna have to do this because that's you know, that's my kid's granddad. I don't wanna have to take him out, like do it. He do it to you. He did it to you. He was trying it the way you said, hold do on, it. I am the game. <laughs> the cerebral assassin. <laughs> and I live the gimmick. Hold do on. Do it. Wait a minute, holds on. You'll get away with it. Trust me, you'll get away with it. <laughs> this is what you came to do. This is what you're here for, right? I don't know what y'all surprised. Well, this is what you wanted, baby. This is what you got into it for. Do it. Uh, Just do it. I'm tired. I, 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 um, I know I even said, like, I like literally in the time that we we I, I just like two minutes ago I fast forwarded through the entire Hulu version the hour and thirty minute version just fast forwarded through it I saw what needed to be what seen. What closed the show? Logan, um, Paul, and Miz. Okay. Yes, yes. Which means y'all have nothing. Y'all have nothing. And what's crazy about it is I this is no fault of the performers. This is y'all shit writing. This is y'all, y'all's mismanagement. True indeed. The roster is plagued with injuries at the moment. You still got one of the densest rosters outside of everyone you fired in the goddamn pandemic and outside of everybody you fired that was Triple H's friend. You still got one of the densest rosters of any company. Don't You can't tell me that there's not somebody backstage that could not be being used better than they're being used. You can't. Y'all got Tommaso Ciampa playing the, the Mrs. the Mrs. Hand. Good fucking night. Yeah. Y'all got Damian Priest and Ballard looking aimless as shit right now. Y'all could have added a third member by now. Y'all could have found somebody else in the back that ain't doing shit else. And it, it's just literally no effort, rinse and repeat. They gonna watch it, put it on. There's no, and this all, and this goes back to Sasha and Naomi's grievance. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't care about how y'all book these belts. I've had the whole argument since then that they don't care about how they book any of the belts. So at this point, what the fuck are we doing? We're just going on there because we got to go on there. Like, what the fuck are we even doing anymore? We're not telling stories. We're not creating moments. We're not crowning champions. What are we doing? What are we doing? I would just like to say I get I get self-appointing and self-anointing Brock Lesnar as the next big thing. I get Taz coming in and being an issue. I get Cena taking the charge and ruthless aggression. I get those things. I get the big like, okay, theory ain't that. He's not had that moment where it was just like, oh. That's it. He's doing the ultimate opportunist thing in the beginning of his career, and it just 
Yes, because they think no. that sitting down and being Vince's bitch will get someone over. Because that's all this was when it started. Him being smacked around by this old man and yelled at and treated like an impotent little child. And that's, that's exactly how people view him. Because that's how y'all presented him. Are we also forgetting that in, in April or March, whenever WrestleMania was, he lost to Pat McAfee? Are we forgetting well, that? Well, we don't have memory, so yes. Okay. So, he just lost to, to, to Bobby as well. So, um, I am confused. And he's now facing Bobby again at SummerSlam. Yes. Having issues with AJ Styles. In a mini feud with Dolph Ziggler. Trying to get Romans to... Huh? He is spread thinner than his hairline. Well. (laughs) (sighs) I don't don't Mm. know. Um, AEW Wednesdays. TBS. (laughs) 8 p.m. Eastern. And AEW ain't perfect, so anybody who hates it, that's not what I'm saying. It that's ain't not what I'm saying. It ain't. I'm it's saying it's not perfect it at all. Fun. But my they God. do not constantly, constantly insult my intelligence and ask me to be stupid in order to accept what they're feeding me. No, they don't do that. They don't. I, I'll give them that. They've got to get the. They're getting their sea legs like they need to. Um, where they're great, they're phenomenal. Um, but and never and where they're where they're not, they're they're improving steadily. Um, but man, man, oh man, I am. Um, yeah, I don't. I I just don't have it right now. I do not. I don't. I don't even know right now that like the big four, big five, even matter anymore. Well, this um, one coming up sure doesn't. It's it's it just really doesn't. It doesn't. I do. I do not feel like we are a week away from SummerSlam. We are about a week and a half away from SummerSlam. That's wild. Let me look the card up right now. It's a replay. Sands like two matches. Let me see if I can run this down. Roman and Brock. Bianca and Becky. Then we have Ronda and Liv. uh, Seth and Riddle. uh, Usos and the Prophets. Pat McAfee and Corbin. And... Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley. Most of that is a replay. Like none of this is. Uh, uh, the most exciting thing about you... that card to me, well, two, two things. I'm not gonna lie, two things. One, Pat McAfee because he's so fucking great at every goddamn thing he does. I want to see his performance. I think we should have that conversation. And two, Riddle and Seth are gonna. Tear that! Oh, they about to snap. Up. <laughs> okay. Um, are we are we expecting a run in or a DQ for Becky versus uh, Bianca because Becky can't lose clean to Bianca again? I mean, why not? Why does why why does, why does it fucking matter? Why not? That they're writing shit stories. She like, I don't know. It does. I don't know. So Seth and Riddle, Seth and and Riddle is kind of it. Yeah, Seth Seth and Riddle. Uh, whew, yeah, they're gonna eat. They're gonna eat the children up. Um, yeah, that's all I can. That's all I can really say. Um, Usos and Profits had a fantastic 
match um, yeah. at the last yeah. pay-per-view, but again, it was at the last pay-per-view, and they've been wrestling each other in singles matches every fucking week since then, because that's oh, the only formula they geez. have. And, and I can say this for that match, at least I'm grasping it, I'm looking for positives. Um, at least we can say the the results of that match could make things interesting. Could. If the Prophets were to win and the Usos lose, how does Roman react to the Usos? And see, you know, I, I, and you know, I liked I liked your concept of them keeping belts where Rome and Roman not having the yeah. belts, um, which could very well still happen. Um, but it 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 Roman losing his belt is not happening anytime soon, so it almost forces like. The title change, if they, that means like like that, because there's nothing interesting happening with that whole faction right now, right? So the only thing that could happen to kind of be interesting is them losing the belts, um, because Roman can't lose his just yet. Now they can get them back, at which point Roman can then lose his, and then we can go that that the, the you know the way that you spoke of before. Yeah, but, have um, hit a year as of like a few days ago. Oh, I'm so tired. They've hit a um, year as uh as tag champs. Um, okay, so book this for me. Uh, Vince calls Heyman to turn on and, and and now pairs him with Theory. Book book Theory through the end of the year after that. What happens after, at, after uh, that if Theory were to oh, snatch those two belts off of that man? Who knows? Who fucking knows? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And, and you, and you want to know what wrinkle they should have written into the Money in the Bank? The money in the bank normally is a cash in for a t- a mm-hmm. title. It is. That's it. A title. It is. But and they and, and they mentioned readily that he has yeah. two. And they've also mentioned regularly that he'd be cashing in for both. Same thing Which with the tag the titles here. Like, shit. why is this for both? Why is this not just for the raw? Tag team championships, seeing as the Street Profits are a raw tag team. Like they, we know this ain't gonna go on forever. We it needs to end something later. We know these unified titles aren't gonna go on forever. So, like, I feel like we're doing it literally just for the um, bloodline, and far be it from me to argue against that because I've been the biggest cheerleader for the bloodline and I still love them. I think in in a pocket of what, what they're doing on the screen when they're on it, I love it. And that's it. But, I mean, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? What do you feel like it's doing for them at this point, though? I don't think it's doing, that's why I said their performances. Yeah. I don't think that it's doing anything for them at this point. But I enjoy the Usos' performances. I thoroughly enjoy Roman and Heyman's performances. The writing and, around and you them, would enjoy not so much. Yeah, but you would you would you would enjoy them despite the number of belts that Absolutely. they have because it's they've elevated as performers. They're still going to be those performers whether they have these accessories or not. So at this point, I don't know what it's doing because it's not vaulting the championships and creating a lot of competition in route to championships. It's it's not doing that. It's not esteeming the belts anymore because they're rarely ever defended. 
individually the belts don't amount to nothing because now that you've put them together, no one should want the belts without the other right, set. Exactly, exactly. So you've now devalued the belts individually. Like, So what is this doing for anything other than saying... This is what we this is what we're doing and this is what we've done and it looks cute and we can say we did it. That's it. That this all started with them on a mission to be able to have some credibility in saying that Roman Reigns is the greatest superstar of all time because that's what they want to make him. <laughs> okay, great uh, great gowns, beautiful gowns. Yeah, that that's it. Well, that's a, I, yeah, that is it. That's all I got. I, I um AEW Wednesdays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, ROH is Shakara around still? It's not um, <laughs> MLW. NWA. MLW is popping. Um, Myron Reed. NWA TNA. <laughs> um, what's the one that used to come on? Uh, Netflix. Lucha. The, um, the Lucha Underground. Let's bring them back. Um, can we get glow on the line? Um, I FCW, can we just go back to FCW? Uh, LWO, LWO. didn't Dominic just have an LWO shirt on too? Somewhere, yeah, BWO. I just I'll watch it. I'm about to go to UFC, and now, now the funny part is that's what I was just watching, um, from this past weekend, and it, it was a show. <laughs> it was, I literally stood up and clapped here in my apartment. Stood up and clapped at one of the fights after it was done. Cause woo, but yeah, um, I I turned off Raw to watch, uh, how how, uh, seventeen year old show. <laughs> I would turn off Raw to watch somebody perform colonics on the yeah. elderly. Yeah. at this point, I'm watching Big Brother Seven. I'm binge watching Big Brother Seven. The current season is twenty four, and I've cut off Raw. So two weeks in a row to go back to binging something that came on in 2005. <laughs> and I readily do that with SmackDown to watch New York Undercover, which came on even further back <laughs> in the fucking 90s. My God. My God. I have nothing to give. I have nothing to give. Well, guys, um, if you need to find us, you can find me at Roberts underscore rules, him at reverse underscore real, the overall Twitter at the cashier, but underscore for the eye. Did you want to direct anybody to any more of your content? To this evening? Well, depending on the content I create once we hang up. I'm All right. Nice. Nice. Um, and this is the cashier podcast. Fuck Larry. Fuck Larry.